Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. It is so lovely to be here today talking with you about amplified healing. This is a term that came to me as I was teaching last week with the oils and I thought it might be interesting to dive a little bit deeper into the meaning of amplified healing and how the oils support our healing and how they can indeed amplify it. So first of all a definition of healing because I know it is a term that is covering many many different processes of transformation. For me healing as I come to understand it as I get a little older is this is this is looking at it through the lens of emotional and energetics it's a return to wholeness so I think we live in a time when there's a lot of fixing like I'm going to fix this I'm going to make this right I'm going to correct this and we can apply that both to ourselves we can apply it to others in our relationships with our kind of intention or or um, what would be the word our uh, intention below the surface can be oh, I'm going to fix that situation or fix that person but I want to reframe healing here a little bit more around this idea this understanding that we have we are already full and complete and whole and we simply forget that or things happen to us through our life journey from young to wherever we are now in our in our age in our life experience that knock us that um, wound us that jar us out of that remembering that we are already whole now i understand this is quite a broad what, what would the term be esoteric is it like understanding of healing but let's work with it for now and see how it lands rather than this framework that a lot of us have become accustomed to of let me just fix this bit of myself and then everything will be all right let me just fix that situation and then everything will be all right but how about a sense more of returning inwards an invitation to fullness to wholeness to completeness and for the healing to evolve from that space so the main things that I use as healing tools tools of transformation, tools of change, tools of remembering are yoga, meditation, which of course is part of yoga, and essential oils. These are the, the, the main two things that I use, I would say, as healing agents. I also have other uh, practices of Reiki, other practices of creativity, even things like cooking can be a really healing or transformative process for me as long as I'm doing it consciously and without any um, any kind of other things kind of attached in there but let's kind of really drill it down I suppose for me maybe there's three let's say so let's say it's yoga it's essential oils and it's Reiki these are the three personal tools that I can do anywhere 
anytime. It doesn't require another person to do it for me. I can, I can absolutely take full agency over that process of transformation and that process of healing. Now for me, yoga is kind of a drip, drip, drip process of healing. For me, yoga brings space into the body and it brings space into my mind and uh, invites spaciousness in my heart. Of course, the practice of of yoga when done mindfully also brings self-awareness and the kind of yoga that I like, (laughs) which is a slower kind of yoga generally, or at least ends up in a slow place, also has a practice of stillness within it, a practice of stillness within it. So the qualities of the yoga that I find healing for myself, my own practice, and also what I teach are spaciousness, self-awareness, stillness. And those three, that trio, bring about a place where healing can occur. And in my experience, that healing can be like a lightning bolt. You can have like that kind of thunderbolt moment in a yoga class or in a yoga practice where you're like, oh, I get it suddenly. But it's cumulative. I understand yoga to be a cumulative kind of drip, drip, drip process. Reiki is a very different energy, although overlaps very, very beautifully with both essential oils and with yoga. And if you want to learn more about Reiki, go back to the episode a couple of weeks ago that I did with Anya David, and that will give you an insight into the quality of Reiki, the healing nature of Reiki and how it's it's like a balm for our times. Reiki for me has a gentleness about it. It's a gentleness, there's a warmth to the healing quality that I experience in Reiki, both when I'm treating myself and when I'm treating others. And also I find Reiki opens up what we could call a portal like a channel so it allows me to have receive insights and I think part of that comes through obviously the Reiki energy but I think also uh, some of those insights come through that quality of stillness that I was talking about that I also receive in yoga when there's stillness when there's spaciousness then we're able to receive insights So those are the two practices that I lean on heavily. And then the third one, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more deeply here, is essential oils. Essential oils, for me, have been one of the key tools in my healing over the last five years, but really in amplifying the healing. I would attribute the... the, I don't want to say speed, but I would amplify this, let's say speed for now, the speed and the power of my healing. I would attribute that to my consistent, regular daily use of pure essential oils. Now, of course, we have the physical aspect of using essential oils, aromatherapy. We we can all really understand that. I don't think it's any longer even like a sideline kind of alternative um healing modality i think it's pretty it's pretty well known through all the scientific articles and experience that most people have that essential oils can certainly soothe and support healing within the body on a physical level for example we know peppermint has an antispasmodic quality so it can calm down any kind of bubbly stomach or any kind of digestive issues we know frankincense has an anti-inflammatory quality so we know it can support the easing of head tension 
We know, those of us that are in doTERRA land, the power of the blend Zengest for anything digestive related and the very speedy power of it, actually, I've witnessed almost... Um, you know, within seconds, people's situations around their digestive issue being turned around very, very, very quickly. So we understand, I think, the physical potential for essential oils to heal and support and to amplify that healing, to speed it up, to give it power, to um, to amplify. What I want to lean into a little bit more are the emotional and energetic qualities of healing with essential oils. Now, if we're talking about amplifying our healing, what does that mean? I mentioned it a moment ago. Really, to amplify your healing is to give it power and for me to give it meaning. Within that power and meaning, to give it some depth. So it's a power, an empowering healing. It's um, in some cases speeding up healing and in some cases deepening healing. Now, you can argue with me, maybe your critical voice already is, well, Amelia, healing is healing. Like, it doesn't matter if it's fast, it doesn't matter if it's deep, it doesn't matter, like, if you're healing, you're healing, and that's the important thing. And I really want to validate that as a, a, a very, very important understanding. Indeed, healing is healing is healing, and that's really all that matters, that we are all those of us that wish that for ourselves are moving towards that journey of fullness, of wholeness, of returning to oneness, of feeling, feeling full, feeling healed, feeling whole. But <laughs> what I love about the oils is that they can, as I say, amplify the process if we wish that. Amplify the process if we wish that. And I'm going to talk about four different main ways that I understand them to do that. Of course, there are many others. This is simply a distilled version because healing is, you know, this whole this whole podcast could go on for hours and hours and hours as we just dive deep into the process of healing, the process of transformation, whether that be physical, spiritual, emotional, energetic, you name it. But I've distilled it down to four for now so that we have a, a time-sensitive <laughs> conversation. So my first understanding of how the essential oils amplify our healing is that they bring us into a place of focus and connection around a specific position or a specific issue or subject or theme that we may be working in working with they they give us a space or a portal if you like in which we can receive healing know the healing and like really dive into it. So for example, how would that, what would that look like? So let's say for example, and this is just a, you know, an example, I could have chosen anything. Let's say for example, you're working on healing your relationship with mothering, either with your own relationship with your mother, with your own relationship as a mother to the quality of mothering to being a mother with your relationship with Mother Earth, with your relationship to other mothers, whatever it may be. But let's say, for example, we have this theme of mothering that you have recognized is something in your being that could be healed in some way, could be returned to a little bit more completion, a little bit more wholeness, a little bit more fullness. Now, I think it's probably safe to say that most of us 
most of us would have some aspect within our being where healing our relationship with our mother or with our relationship to mothering or to mother earth could have some attention okay it's pretty rare i think to find an enlightened being who has a full um, pure and conscious and connected and healed relationship with that theme of mothering so if that was what we were working with let's say for example we were aware that was something we wanted to work with and we wanted to call in some support in that process maybe we had practices of journaling around that theme maybe we had practices of meditating with that maybe we're in in therapy in in some kind of therapy with that or in some kind of energetic space with a therapist where we're working on healing that we could call in the energy of an essential oil to support us working through that process, to support us healing, let's say, one layer of that theme of mothering. And the first oil I would go to, you may well have a different choice, but the first oil I would go to, if that was something that I was working with at that time, would be myrrh essential oil. Myrrh essential oil has an affinity to the theme of mothering. It has a pure plant form, if you like, expression of this mothering energy. So what it will do is it will remind us, it will bring us into that clean, clear, conscious, pure plant form of mothering energy, which can give us a point of reference, a point of reflection as we work through that process for ourselves, I'm going to read a little bit from the Emotions and the Essential Oils book around myrrh, just so that you can have a little understanding of how that might work. If you have a bottle of myrrh close to hand, you can take it and breathe it in. I'm still recording this in the, the warmth of summer, and what I've noticed with my myrrh is that it's gone a little looser. Myrrh has a tendency to... Um, to harden a little bit and sometimes it can harden around the edge that's completely normal if your bottle of myrrh has done that but what I've noticed is it's got a little softer and a little looser over the recent heat that we've had this summer so this is reading from the book myrrh the oil of mother earth myrrh oil nurtures the soul's relationships and as I'm reading and if you have your myrrh you can pause me or, or take your myrrh and just breathe it in and just just sit back and listen because I'll I'll read for a little bit and it's sometimes it's just nice to be read to <laughs> brings us into that childlike space okay myrrh oil nurtures the soul's relationship with its maternal mother and with the earth this oil supports individuals who have had disturbances with the mother-child bond, whether it's a division between the child and the biological mother, or with Mother Earth herself. Myrrh can help bridge the gap and heal the disturbance. This division or lack of attachment may be related to adoption, birth trauma, malnourishment, experiences of abandonment, or other childhood issues. Myrrh helps the soul to feel the love and the nurturing presence of a mother. Similarly to the nutrient-rich colostrum found in a mother's milk, myrrh oil inoculates individuals from the emotionally adverse and harmful effects of the world. Like the warmth of a mother's love for her child, myrrh assists individuals in feeling safe and secure. The book continues. When the mother-child bond has been disrupted, the soul may lose its childlike ability to trust. Feelings of trust are replaced with feelings of fear and a belief that the world is unsafe. Myrrh assists individuals in letting go of fear. 
through re-establishing a healthy connection to the earth and to one's own mother, <clears throat> excuse me, Murray kindles trust within the soul as the individual learns to once again live in trust, confidence in, once again to live in trust, confidence in the goodness of life and the soul feels safe to return and more at home. Just breathing in the man now as I speak to you. It's a very rich, deep oil. I would suggest also that myrrh would be helpful if you had any symptoms of postnatal depression or if you know that, that your mother had symptoms of postnatal depression. I would suggest that myrrh is a helpful oil in those situations. Let's look at the fragrant energetics of myrrh just for a moment while we're landing here with her. So as you breathe it in, it's a very complex aroma, a bit like frankincense. It's almost like it encapsulates, encapsulates all the different um, fragrance categories, but the ones that I can really pick out are the lemon, a little sharpness there, a little clarity with the lemon. There's woodiness, of course, because it's from the myrrh tree, so the woodiness gives us a centering quality. And then there's also a sweetness to it, which gives us that rocking quality, soothing, like a, uh, almost like a, like a baby almost. So it comes from the resin of the tree, has a very precious quality to it. It looks almost golden when you see it um, in your bottle as it kind of comes out, there's a real rich kind of golden quality to it. And the tree itself grows in very harsh environments. So this translates to how we experience the oil, often how the plant is expressing itself in nature is how the essential oil expresses itself to us. So if we are in times of harshness or in extreme situations, then myrrh essential oil is going to be very supportive and very helpful. What it can bring is a softness a suppleness to different places that might have got uh, overgrown or scraggy or scrawny or a little bit neglected. Also has a, a, a rehydrating quality in, in how we experience it at a soul level, a rehydrating quality in how we experience it at a soul level in that it reminds the soul that it's safe to return home. And if soul is elusive for you in your understanding, think of maybe higher self, think of, um, yeah, higher self or, or self with a capital S helps this, this to return back home. So how would it support us through that, the that theme of mothering? Well, I think through the description that I've read to you from the book and then through the qualities that we look at of the plant, the energetic fragrant qualities as well, we can see how it's gonna remind us of the qualities of mothering that maybe we are lacking within our, our own experiences from our own mother, or that we feel we are lacking from our own experiences with our, from our own mother, or our own experience of mothering, or our connection to Mother Earth. It's going to remind us of the softness, of the safety, of the trust that is associated with the theme of mothering. I also want to just as a little note, side note, just suggest that if you are doing any of this work and you are working with your own mother and your own mother has passed on, it's still possible to heal this relationship 
and to heal the spaces and the places where things didn't feel connected, where needs didn't feel like they were met. Because even though that spirit, that soul, that human form has moved on, that person still exists within you very much alive in your own being. You still have a relationship. So in that sense, they're still very alive for you. So you can still do the work. You can still connect to them. You can still talk to them. You can still journal around your relationship with them. It's still a, a relationship that is present and alive and one that can be nurtured and healed. And my experience of doing any kind of work like this is that it starts to impact all of your relationships, not just the relationship with mother or with mother energy. It starts to impact your relationships with yourself, of course, your relationships with children, if you have them with friends and of course with mother earth. Let's look at a different theme to remind us how the oils can support and amplify our, our healing in this first way through bringing us into a focused connection with whatever that theme may be supporting the energy of that theme. So let's say, for example, you were doing inner child work, working with yourself, the younger version of you, and working in a way that was very gentle, very kind, very sweet, very loving, very nurturing. So I'm sure many of you are aware of this work. I'm sure many of you have done this work. It's really when we revisit a younger version of ourself, a younger part of ourself, where maybe our needs were not met, where maybe we were not seen, we were not heard, and we feel that in some way there was a wounding that occurred here and this is with no blame we we know that um you know it's a very um challenging thing to just grow up in the world so this is with no blame on any of the caregivers but simply with an understanding that at certain points in our life and these can be points or events in our life that were on, from the outside very large very kind of big events or maybe small events but that the the wounding or the healing can sometimes be very significant even from a small event so if we're doing this work where we're going back revisiting a time in our childhood that we we think would do with some attention or with some love or with some revisiting we can do this through journaling through sitting quietly in a meditation space or a thoughtful space and we can start to sit with that younger version of ourself so with the full support of our older self we can offer safety we can offer wisdom we can offer perspective we can offer this quality of of witnessing our younger self in those wounded experiences in those wounded times and it can be very powerful and can start to ripple back uh, up through the ages so that we then start to feel it in our current age in our current present self as we have looked back and and noticed and acknowledged the times when we were younger where things were not quite as we wished them to be the oil that i would go to if i was doing this kind of work would be ylang ylang that would be my number one go-to ylang ylang is an oil of innocence it's an oil that that really evokes childhood playfulness so for me if i was working with ylang ylang it would give this work a little bit of lightness because it can be quite a lot to go back and see your younger self and, and notice where she or he wasn't quite met or seen or heard and ylang ylang with this quality of playfulness this quality of innocence of childlike 
um, joy can be really, really helpful, really supportive, can bring us into that energy. And in that way, gives us mm, like a little portal, like a tiny little door to that place. So you have the aroma and the energetics of the oil holding us in a supportive, almost like a healing bubble so that we can then go and do the work. So I hope you can start to sense into how the oils don't heal us. It's not that the oils are healing us, but what they're doing is that they're giving us a space. They're making that therapeutic space that we're creating for ourselves uh, resonant to whatever it might be, the theme, the issue that we're working with. They can create a healing bubble so that the work can be done in a, a space of safety. The second way that I notice that the essential oils and that I've experienced essential oils can amplify the healing is that they can bring to the surface aspects of ourself that require some attention that maybe are subconscious. So sometimes we can kind of just know that something's off. We just kind of have a sense like, hmm, it's not quite right. I'm kind of off but yet we don't specifically know what it is we just know we don't quite feel ourselves, or we don't quite feel right and what I do when I have that sense is I'll go and very intuitively vibe over an oil like hold my hand open and ask to be guided sometimes I don't even need to be to ask to be guided sometimes it just will come into my awareness use I don't know, basil, essential oil, whatever. Sometimes I can open the box where I keep my collection of essential oils and one, it's almost like one will sh be shining brighter than the other one, like the label will almost be like blinking or winking at me. And what I like to do is just take notice, take attention and to follow that awareness, to follow that intuitive little guide that maybe knows more <laughs> than I do and to work with it. And the way that I check in if it's an oil to work with or not is I'll open the bottle and I'll breathe it in. And if as I breathe it in, it feels like medicine and I want to keep breathing it in, that might be an oil that I work with that day or even over the next couple of days. And what this does is it starts to give you great, a real sense of agency over your own ability as a healer for yourself and also you can extend it to friends and family if that's something that you also want to explore but always start with yourself and practice this first with yourself and gain confidence with this first with yourself and see how it feels see what it's like to trust your own sense so you've chosen the oil you might then cross-reference that oil with a book, with a, a book or um, if you have any kind of cards that you work with, with essential oils, references on them. The books that I like to work with are the Emotions and the Essential Oils book. I like to work with the Gifts of the Essential Oils. And I also have a couple of other um, cards that I work with. And then I also work with Tiffany Carroll and uh, we'll look at her insights. She actually has a book coming out soonest. So I'll cross-reference with a book, with a guide outside of myself. And sometimes in reading that, I'll be like, oh, that, it's like a real aha moment. That's why I'm wanting to work with basil essential oil. It'll just absolutely hit the nail on the head and it will it will make complete sense to me in that moment. So that's like a confirmation, if you like. And what I find that is doing is amplifying the healing because it's bringing the subconscious into the conscious. 
it brings our unconscious patterns of, of, of existence, of being, into our conscious uh, awareness. Sometimes it can be a brand new awareness, something that has been laying dormant for many, many years or, or some time and we've never been aware of. And sometimes it can be a repeated pattern that uh, we work with and then we forget about for a couple of months and then we're like, oh yeah, that's that old pattern. I've fallen into that old habit and now it's coming back to the surface but I'd forgotten about it for a while or I kind of thought I'd healed it. And so useful in that way, both for a, a like a moment of initial awareness of a subconscious issue or a repeated pattern that may have been ignored for a while. So I'll give you like a, a material example of this. So for example, I have a pattern of, of lack in you lab, label it whichever way you want to, good enough, pretty enough, clever enough, smart enough, don't have enough of this, don't have enough of that. So the lack energy can sometimes be prevalent in me and Sometimes I can be in that lack space unconsciously, even though I know it's a pattern, I can be in that lack space unconsciously, sometimes for a couple of days without really noticing that it's playing out. And once I do become aware of that I'm in that lack space, I will always turn to coriander seed. Coriander seed is an oil, uh, uh, coriander seed oil is an, is an oil that brings us a quality of nourishment. It's the seed. It brings this sense of really being nourished, deep connection and with deep connection we have this quality of abundance so I suddenly can be made aware again oh yeah I'm in lack I'm feeling like I'm not enough okay work with the coriander seed for a couple of days maybe even a week and I'm brought back into a space where there is enough I am enough it's all good thirdly would be that the oils contribute to a space of relaxation now this might seem really oversimplifying, but it's very important. I experience this as a yoga teacher. When I see people in class relaxed, not fighting the pose, not struggling for the pose, or maybe at the end of class fully relaxed in Shavasana, I know once we are in that space, healing can occur. When people feel safe, when people feel relaxed, healing can occur, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, you name it. When we're relaxed, everything is easier. I don't think there's one thing that benefits from you know, being more uptight. <laughs> we can experience this or witness this even you know, on something very physical, like when we watch um, athletes. So for example, recently I've been watching the World Athletic Championships. I used to be an athlete, so I really, it's like a real joy of mine to just watch people running really fast. I really, really enjoy it. And I've been watching the World Athletics Championships and the, the athletes who run with their shoulders dropped, like ease in their jaw, like their, their face is almost kind of, they, they could almost just be like lying down, their face is so, so relaxed. Those are the ones that really, that really go fast. Obviously they have another natural ability going on there as well with the muscle tone and the muscle development and all of the training that they've done. But you can sometimes see an athlete run in two ways. You know, if you follow a specific athlete, you can see them when they run really relaxed. And then you can see them sometimes when they tense up, when they start to kind of fight for the race. And it's really joyful actually to watch an athlete in flow and to see that in relaxation, everything is easier. Absolutely everything is easier. 
So really obvious and perhaps simple key oil that will bring us into this place of safety and relaxation is lavender. Lavender we know is an oil that brings calm, it brings relaxation, it brings softening. It's one that most of us can lean on at a time when we might feel a little overly stressed or a little overly anxious or a little overly worried. There is interestingly a small percentage of people for whom lavender has the reverse effect, who may actually, um, it does the reverse, it actually kind of amps them up a little bit, um, not in a positive way, it kind of makes them a little bit more uh, like alert, I would say. Um, but for most of us, it's more relaxing, has a more relaxing quality. And then the final way that the essential oils amplify our healing is they bring us into a place of natural vibration with the energy of nature. The plants, when we're working with really good quality essential oils, pure essential oils, the plants vibrate at a particular frequency and each plant vibrates at its own individual and unique frequency. And for us to connect into that pure, vibrant frequency of nature amplifies our healing because it reminds us that we are of nature it reminds us that we like the plants are complete are whole do not need fixing we do need support we do need watering we do need tending to we do sometimes need to prune the things around us we do need light we do need air we do need warmth all of the different things but we are complete we are whole we are perfect just as we are and this is really the most profound effect i think and the easiest access that we have to amplifying our healing with essential oils just diffusing the plants in your home putting some drops of essential oil into your diffuser and making that a regular practice brings the energy of nature the vibration the purity of nature into your home of course you're then breathing in that air so then that pure natural vibration begins to resonate not only outside of you but also inside of you so it, it reminds us that it's not that we need to be in this round this continual round of fixing things of making things good of making things right but it's more a process of remembering more a process of remembering that we are whole and that all that we have all that we need is right here within us little recap for you four ways that essential oils in my experience amplify our healing the first way is that they provide us guides and reference points and create the energy of a particular issue that we might be working with such as mothering, such as inner child work. The second way that they support and amplify our healing is that they act as inspiration for that healing through revealing subconscious patterns that may be playing out. The third way is they create a safe, relaxing, stable environment in which we can soften and heal. And then finally, they vibrate at this natural, frequency that reminds us that we too are of nature and we too are whole and complete thank you so much for being here and listening and enjoying the medicine of the words i hope it has served you and inspired you to continue working with these oils if there's one that's kind of just dropping into your awareness now 
or as I've been talking, like, oh, I think maybe that one would be a good one for me to work with. I just invite you to work with it, to go find it if you haven't already, breathe it in, check it out, test it to see if it's for you. And if it is, just choose some simple ways to work with it over the next few days and notice what happens in your in your patterns of awareness around, around your own healing. The podcast is going to take a little summer holiday. <laughs> We're going to have a little pause over the month of August. I'm going to rest and regroup and just tune into what might be useful and helpful for us as we move into the next season of this podcast. So over the next few weeks, the podcast will take a little pause. If there is anything that you would really like me to lean into or to talk more about, you know, like a kind of tell me more kind of thing, I'd really love you to let me know. This is not a one-way conversation. I definitely have tons of ideas and I tend to talk about what inspires me, but I would really love to be of deep service to you and to your needs. So if there's something that you'd like me to lean into and look at a little further, then just reach out to me and I will explore that further for you. Wishing you a beautiful, spacious summer and see you all really, really soon. Much love.